Welcome to the Health Shift Revolution, Bakersfield, California's premier holistic health network, featuring Roland Brown and Bobby Perrine. Two completely different guys on the same path with the knowledge, experience, and no-nonsense approach to help you navigate the way through the difficult journey of finding your way to holistic health. We're glad you stopped by. Take a second, slow down, and you just might discover that your goals are closer than you think. Take it away, guys. All right. Welcome to episode one of the podcast, The Health Shift Revolution. My name is Bobby, and this is my equal and and opposite partner, Roland. Glad to see you this morning, Roland. Hey, Bobby. It's good to see you too, my friend. I just thought we would come on this first podcast and, and introduce ourselves. And uh, go ahead, man. Okay. My name is Roland Brown. Uh, I'm personal trainer, and I've been in the fitness industry since 1983. Uh, took my first personal training client, September 1984, and pretty much been doing it every day since. Um, my focus and my goal has been to uh, make physical fitness accessible. Uh, that means cutting through all the uh, nonsense, all the recreational stuff, and getting it down to the essentials, to the basics, just helping people maintain healthy lives for their entire life. Excellent. So, 68 years old and uh, chronologically, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My name is Bobby. Um, I'm 58 years old. I am not like you, Roland. I in 1983 and 84, I was in the Marine Corps and I was uh, doing things I shouldn't do. And uh, I didn't come into this health health uh, revolution myself until about seven years ago. I'm almost the equal and the opposite of you. Um, like I, uh, I'm about half Buddha and half David Goggins. <laughs> so I'm empathetic, I'm kind, and uh, I'm truthful. But at the same time, I'm raw and I'm real. And that's what I'd like to make this podcast, raw and real. The, we need to cut through, like you said, cut through the nonsense, cut through this, this uh, monetized health thing that, that we see every day now. Somebody has something to sell you, a book to show you, a podcast you listen to. Here's my video. Here's my workout. You know. And all these things, and you can get that for just ninety nine ninety five, man. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we have to accept the fact that we live in a um, a world where you know people produce things. Uh, right. There's there's nothing wrong with the products. There's nothing wrong with you know memberships. There's nothing wrong with you know uh, capitalism per se. the The problem is is that when we substitute. Uh, that an idea that says a product or a um, system is the solution. And therefore right. we take away the responsibility uh, of each of us individually to seek out and take care. And, and first and foremost, to pay, make taking care of our bodies a, an essential priority. If we right. don't do that, if we don't start with, I care enough about me to make sure that I'm capable, then uh, it doesn't matter what you buy. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter, you know, uh, what, what solution you seek or whose, whose app you use or whatever. All the information that anyone ever needs is already out there. Right. So my goal is to 
you know, shift, sift through and shift your idea of uh, physical fitness from a place of, oh, leisure time, you know, if I've got the time, activity to a reality that says I can't be my best if I'm not being my best. Right. Right. I understand that. Um, the thing is, I've never since I started, I have not found a workout that I like. I've had a lot yeah. of workouts that I, the workout that I'm doing now, I love. I designed it myself. But let me tell the truth here. For the last 14 days, Roland, and, and I'm on day 94, I'm going for 100 days of working out every single day. I'm on day 94, and for the last 14 days, <laughs> I yeah. have not wanted to do it, brother. But it doesn't have anything to do with, with for me with what I want. It's like yes. you said, it's what I need. It's what if I desire to have a healthy body and a healthy mind and a healthy spirit and a smile on my face and feel good when I wake up instead of feeling like I need more sleep, I've got to work out. I've got to eat right. I've got to treat my body like it should be treated. So regardless of what the last 14 days I've felt like and, and three of them were in a hotel room, I didn't want to go down to the gym at five o'clock in the morning in a hotel room. Who wants to do that? Right. But I exactly. did it anyway. I did it anyway. And I, like I said, I have shifted my mindset from a thing that, man, I want to be in shape, but this doesn't, this, this is not fun to, it doesn't matter if it's fun or not. It's just something I go do. So that's what I'm trying to tell people. You've got to shift your mindset. You've got to change the paradigm in your head from should I to I got to go do it, period. Right. Yeah. Now, the, the difference between, you know, the kind of uh, program that you're doing right. is, is, is that, and, and the number one word in that whole sentence is I. Uh, I is the first letter in individual. There you go. Our fitness ideas are individual in our execution, but there's a minimum daily requirement. So in the contrary, I teach people, in, in contrast to what you're doing, I teach people how to spend 30 minutes, three days a week to maintain their basic fitness. There you go. To achieve it and to maintain it. The idea is if I can invest 30 minutes a day or 30 minute, 90 minutes a week, in some cases at the minimum, if I can invest 90 minutes a week, 90 minutes a week doing uh, these particular activities and I give them the specifics, the fundamentals sure. Sure. between strength and then doing some, you know, uh, in, in a circuit training fashion. If you can do 30 minutes of circuit training, you can combine your cardiovascular work as well as your strength work and you can sure. do it in 90 minutes a week. And now, your uh, flexibility and your balance. All also. of it. All of it. The problem is, is that if you don't tell people that 90 minutes a week is the is the bottom, then what happens is they get into a program and they do something like, you know, what you're doing and they're not conditioned for it. They don't have the mindset for it. They don't have the desire for it. They're just, right. just, or even the time 
in some cases. Right. So 90 minutes is your foundation. So if you start with 90 minutes a week and you're doing ABC, then you have solved the fundamental problem. You know, I, I, always look, um, I think about my dentist, which is basically the other form of preventative medicine. You know, my dentist wants me to brush. He wants me to floss. Okay. Uh, sure. And then do, do a, a treatment. And, and, and that's it. Now, br- br- brushing and flossing doesn't make my teeth straight. It doesn't, you know, solve a problem with a cavity. It doesn't, you know, uh, make me not need a bridge at some point and things right. like that. It doesn't doesn't solve problems that are caused by me getting in the, hit in the mouth with a baseball, you know, <laughs> any of those kind of things. But what it does do is it maintains my teeth for the function that they're required to do right. my whole life. So chewing food, biting, you know, my nails, you know, doing these things like that. That's what brushing and flossing solves. It keeps my teeth in my mouth for most of my life. Okay. In lieu of accident, in lieu of something unforeseen. But fundamentally, I don't ruin my mouth because I don't take care of the basics. There you go. There you go. Now, I have... Uh, developed a program for myself and my wife and several of my friends have done it. It starts out with the bare minimum. I mean, we're talking about two push-ups and a, a squat, a couple of squats, just sure. something you, before you even get warmed up, you're done. Mm-hmm. But what it does is it conditions you to, for the next day, which is a little harder. And the next day is a little harder. And then pretty soon you've done 30 days. So that's, that's the beginning. And then I have intermediate for 30 days. And then I have what I do for every 30 days and it just starts over and it's progressive. It's a, it's a high intensity interval training. It's a hit workout and right. it's all body weight. And right. the thing is, like you said, people get, they throw themselves into P90X or they throw themselves into uh, what's that beach body and yeah. they last for two days, sometimes one day. And I did it myself. I, I completely threw myself in because, you know, I'm a man and I'm an ex Marine and I'm going to mm-hmm. do this. And when you wake up feeling like you got hit by a train, there is no way you can do day three. And, so and the, the reality yeah. is that happens in the gyms, that happens in everything, because what people operate off of, what we all operate off of, is our last memory of when <laughs> we were capable. And so we walk into the gym. Uh, atrophy, the problem with muscular atrophy and deconditioning is that there is no alarm that goes off. There's no right. notice Life today is so easy. It's so physically unchallenging to right. be successful in life that we're, we live in an information age. So people are either typing or talking, and that's pretty much how they're making their money. Or podcasting. And, or podcast. Well, that's talking. <laughs> that's basically talking. And so when we live in a world where we are not physically challenged, we're not challenged physically, okay? through our daily activities, then we end up in a situation where we don't notice the decondition. And so what happens is it's not until someone stands up in front of the mirror most of the time. And I've been, like I said, I've been training people for almost 40 years now. It's not until someone stands in front of the mirror 
and they decide that they don't like the reflection, that they actually question whether or not they're in shape. Well, if you get to the point where it shows up in the mirror and that's the first time you notice, then you've already gone way past the point, you know, that you should have been, you know, that we all should have been paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, and even exactly. for those of us who do this professionally, you know, there's a there's a reality that we have got to continue the work. As I said, I'm 68, but my my goal is no longer to be the most aesthetically, you know, attractive, you know, dude on the block, because at this stage of my life, you know, married 35 years, you know, two grown kids and daughters and that kind of stuff. At this stage of my life, quality of life is the greatest focus of my training. So flexibility, strength, you know, lasting to the end, wherever that may be. And, and frankly, the reality is if I were to die today or in the next few days or any period of time within the next year, then I would die in great shape. There you go. The goal go. is that if I have to live this many more years. I need to live in the condition. It becomes fundamentally more important that I live in great condition than I die in great condition. Right, right. There's that old saying, um, die young, make a pretty corpse. I say die in shape, make a pretty corpse. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't do, it's funny because I've ever said the unborn and the already dead are the only two that don't need to work out. (laughs) There you go, man. Uh, you know, it's funny you should say that's an excellent segue because about seven, eight years ago, I, it was a day, I was, never forget this, man. It was a day yeah. after Thanksgiving. I, I was about 40 pounds overweight. I was pasty. I wasn't sleeping well. I was drinking too much. I was doing, I was smoking. I was doing all kinds of bad things. And I sat on my hind end all day long on the phone, making deals, making good money, so, you know, you're making that money and you're feeling like your life is good. And then you begin to suspect I'm not sleeping. I don't feel good. I'm drinking. I'm, I'm doing all these things to try to feel good again. Yeah. And the day after Thanksgiving, I stepped out of the shower into a full length mirror and Roland, I burst into tears. It, mm. it was an, epi- an epiphanic moment in my life that I will never forget because like you said, we all, we all operate on that last memory and my last memory of taking a good look at myself was in shape, running every day, swimming, doing all the things I do. And then this, there's that slow shift that you just shift over to. I'm sitting on, I'm sitting on my butt all day. I'm making, I'm making good money. I'm getting fatter. I'm, I'm overweight. I'm starting to feel bad. And I'll never forget looking in the mirror and seeing a fat old man. And I didn't want to be that anymore. And the journey has taken me seven, eight years now to from that right. to what I am now. But the thing is, it like you said, the information is there. But the problem is I looked up the information and tried several different things. You know, oh, we'll quit doing this and start doing this. We'll stop sure. doing this and start doing this. So all these things that I failed over and over and over again. But I always kept in my mind, you know what? There are 50-year-old guys out there that are in great shape, and I don't know how they did it. And I started talking to them, and I started approaching people like you and say, hey, man, 
you got to help me. And so everybody had their program and everybody had their diet. And so over the, over this almost working on a decade now, I have tried and failed or tried, and that doesn't work for me, but slowly and surely I've come to this situation where I put my health and my holistic life back together. And now I have this great life where I'm, I'm, feel good all the time. I'm bright eyed. I remember stuff, you know? So this journey that we're all on, I hope that you and I can help people sort out some things. And although you and I are different, um, you're an omnivore, I'm a vegan. I'm all about body weight. You're all about the weights. So it's really funny how both of us are in excellent, excellent condition with different different approaches. So that, maybe we can help people approach their own life and, and figure out what they want. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's interesting. You, you, you use the word, you know, tried and failed a lot, you know, in, a lot. In your, yeah. in your statement. The, the, and I challenge this. It, it isn't failure when you're trying to find your place. Right. It's process. I, I get it. Yes. It's process. The, 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 what's failure is when you stop seeking. You you just yeah. were trying to find a way that worked for you. And you were looking at people. And I always say to the only thing, uh, you know, people always, they say this to me all the time. I said, well, I've, I've tried this. I've tried that. And I tell them, the only thing you haven't tried is hiring me. Uh, <laughs> Because what I do is produce results. <laughs> and so I said, until you do that, you haven't tried everything. All right. And that's the mindset. And that comes from not because people aren't sincere in their desire initially. It, it, it comes from the fact that we carry so much misinformation. And I hate using that term because it's been overused in politics today. But the sure. reality is we carry so much needless information and excessive information that we don't have any knowledge. Um, right. Since we live in this headline-based, you know, Twitter-based, you know, 140-character uh, mindset, then people think that because they've heard something or they've been told something or they know something, that that actually is a, a it, it, it comes it becomes an intelligent system by which they can achieve tangible results. And what it is, is, you know, somebody told you this and you just, what you just laid out was, was exactly how it, it, the process comes, comes to bear. You ask this guy, well, he does this and you ask somebody else and they do this. You know what they all have in common? What's that? They were all doing something. They're all doing something, yeah. And because they were doing something, they were producing results, and they kept working at something until they produced the result they wanted. Right. And that became their individual system and their individual process. It's why you can go on YouTube or Instagram and see all of these different you know, professionals or, or, or amateurs in the fitness industry doing all these different kinds of routines. The one thing you have in common is uh, if it's progressive resistance, it doesn't matter if it's body weight, if it's weights, if it's bands, if it's this, as long as the intensity changes and you are consistent in your right. application, your body will achieve that. Because remember, we never 
were created in the Garden of Eden, there was no gym. It started with trees and the ground and the earth. There was none of that stuff. We run, we walk, you know, the same thing, and you climb. There is none of that. All the fit people that live in third world countries, you know, uh, that go running after this, walking after that, the things, the people that we call uncivilized are the most physically fit people in the world. Why? Because they use their bodies. Right. Or living. So all of the things that we're doing in Western compartmentalization, we're going to do this for this, and we lose our holistic reality. We end up in a situation where we fragment our lives and therefore nothing works consistently because you're only doing it part-time or you're only doing it half intensely. Right. And that's where the, that's where the failure comes in is where you, you stop. You're, you, you, you don't, well, this didn't work and and you don't fail. You You quit. Exactly. You just quit. quit. And what I have learned the most, probably the most important thing that I have learned through all the years of trying is every time I succeed, every time I succeed, Roland, it builds. It's like, I have this weird mindset now. It's like, well, that worked. I wonder what this will do. Right. And I, I just keep going and going and going and changing. And that way my workout never gets stale. I never get bored. I'm, I'm never, I live in the, I, I live in that weird world where you're just sore all the time. You're just used to that. You know, and, and it's interesting, Bob, because you had to develop the mindset to do that. That was not how it was when you started. You're, no, you not know, at you're, all. You're, you know, you're, you're speaking from the seven year, you know, uh, yes. perspective, you know, and stuff like that. What you did uh, in the beginning and what everyone I've ever worked with does in the beginning in order to get to a place where they own it is you have to redefine success as simply showing up for the next workout. It starts with just simply showing up for the next workout uh, or, or just not eating this that day, Uh, you know, saying no to this first piece of, you know, cake or candy or whatever you used to say yes to all the time. You know, my client comes in or people come in and they go, you know what? I went all day without a diet, without a soda. And you, you know, know that's yeah. something to celebrate for them. That's and exactly it's some, right. It's a beautiful thing to succeed, to look at yourself and say, you know what? I really wanted that cake at three o'clock when they were celebrating the birthday party in the office. But you know what I did? I didn't. I had a glass of water and I celebrated the birthday with everybody and I didn't punish myself. Right. So or I had a bite. Go. I had a yep. bite to be polite and I put the rest away. Okay. You know. It's, it's, that, it's, it's not not having it. It's the fact that most time uh, they cut you a piece, you know, that you can share with four friends, you know, yeah. and, <laughs> and instead of doing that, you take the bite off the corner and you say, thank you very much. You know, <laughs> we, we have a seafood, we live in a seafood world, you know, yeah. we see food, we eat it. <laughs> Whatever we see, we eat it. <laughs> and and that, that's all. It's not polite. Your mama told you to clean your plate, you know. Uh, yeah, I've, I've gotten to the point where, you know, for a long time, almost a year, I, I didn't eat bread because I wanted to lose the weight. And there's sure. the bread, simple carbs, you know, right. that's, that's just science. So I didn't eat it. But now, like, we were in uh, Ojai 
and I had I had a burrito and I was really loving that burrito, man. Exactly. You know, exactly. I let myself I let myself live now. But right. for a long time, I because of my addictions, because of my laziness, because of all that. Correct. There was no bite of cake, buddy, because right. it was bite of cake. And then, OK, I'll have another one. So yes. I don't want to do that anymore. So yes. I, I had to train myself. I'm coming from a place of absolute. Uh, absolute holistic poverty. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. I was, I was Absolutely. sick from what I was doing. So I had to yes. cut myself off. Yes. And that's where I get that David Goggins part of me, which is like, sometimes I have to scream at myself. No, right. we're not going to do that today. We're going to go work out. Exactly. So, and it's interesting because, uh, yeah, I've never had to live with that kind of, uh, mindset or restriction in my life. Um, I've right. been, I've been, uh, in a sense, I, I recognize it's, it's two things. Number one, um, I really, really, really knowledgeable about how the body works. And I never got into a place, you know, I, my, my background is as a dancer. And, uh, and so I was, I've been physical since, you know, all, right. I've been physical as long as I've been. And so there was a, but I was also a smoker, you know, all through my dance career, I was a smoker. Uh, but you know, when you, when you are dancing, training as hard as we're training and dancing, it's, it's interesting. You discover cigarettes don't tobacco and the smoking doesn't have the kind of effect that it does on a body right. that's just sitting around. So right. when I went back, you know, the lungs regenerate every seven years anyway, you know, so as I, and I, and I didn't think about that in that time, but when I went quit smoking and, you know, I, that was 1986 and it's, you know, 20, you know, 22 now. So I haven't had a cigarette in that length of time. Um, but even five years later, you know, there was never any issues in my lungs. There's never any of these kind of stuff because I was dancing training seven days, almost seven days a week. It's just working. Uh, it's amazing what the body is capable of doing and taking care of itself when you are doing the kind of toxic release through physical activity that I was overdoing. Right. So, but again, that <laughs> changes when life changes and my life slowed down and my parenting came in and, and all of these things changed. I could no longer make fitness a the number one priority in my life. My training, I should say, the number one priority in my life. Right. So what do you have to do? You have to take the knowledge that I've had and I have to learn to adapt. And I realize that most of the people that I work with now they're not coming to me because they are, you know, professional athletes. They're coming to me because they're husbands, wives, moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, and they're just trying to make it through uh, yeah. to the point where they can walk the daughter down the aisle or that they can get up and down on the floor with their grandkids and things like that. So the programming that I'm creating and the things that I'm teaching now are the kind of things that are necessary for people to enjoy life, to minimize the impact of, of metabolic disease in their life, and to make themselves and keep themselves strong enough to enjoy the life that they've built. And that's what we're, I believe that's what we're called to do, is to make uh, disciples in a way that people don't become obsessive, but they understand that this is part of life balance. And we've gone too far away from that, that physical right. fitness is underappreciated as a central part of life's life balance. 
Well, the only thing we see online is we see uh, the physical fitness guy like Tony Horton, who's in his backyard, who's Everybody, built some. You see the, yeah, you see the, you see the fitness industry person. That's and they, all. you know, they're ripped and, and it's yes. like, well, I can never do that. So, yes. I, you know, it's like, well, why don't we learn to take a walk every day? Exactly. Just, just start there. Just start there. Just start somewhere. And but the, people have to be led because if all you see are the right. the cream of the crop, okay, right. then it makes it seem that this is out of touch for regular people. Yeah, but don't we see that in everything in life right now? Yeah, you know, definitely, definitely. Okay, the 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 lifestyles of the rich and famous. You know, yeah. you like the lifestyle. Everything is about showing off those who have hit the top of the mountain. You know, excess. And, it's all about it's excess. All about excess, and nobody. You know, we 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 so seldom teach simplicity or foundation because all the excess that they've achieved has been built on a foundation. I mean, professional athletes. What do they do? They go in the off season, they go back to the basics. Training camp is baseball, you know, learning throw, hit, yep. and catch. Okay. Back to the same stuff they learned in second grade. You know, the first time they were playing as five-year-olds or whatever, how to catch the ball. You still got to work on the fundamentals. And Always. when it comes to this, we've got to teach people that. And we're just not. I, I, my main goal with the health ship revolution is to give people the epiphany that I got is to yes. teach them how to think about themselves as healthy instead of it's all about money. It's all about my job. It's all about, you know, you cannot be a good father. You cannot be a good mom. You can't be a good wife or a husband or a good employee. If you are so sick, and out of shape and tired that you can't even concentrate on the small things in your life. So exactly. It causes you to compartmentalize and to, uh, to sacrifice the yeah. best for good enough, good enough. Right. Or, and I just want just people to I understand. Have. I'm not here to, to talk down to you. I'm not here to punish you. I'm not here to, to call you names or anything like that. I'm here to say, Hey, you're a human being and you're important and you should be important to yourself. And you should think about yourself as a, as a healthy individual in the future. And let's do that. Let's exactly. help people take them by the hand in the darkness and lead them to where we are, you know, and then you can let go. It's like, you don't go to school for all of your life, right? You learn all of your life though. Yes, the goal so, is to teach people to be self when it comes to their own physical fitness is to become their own self starters, self seekers and self managers. Yes. Yes, but, and that's that's where I that's where I come from. I came that's from knowledge. It's yep. knowledge. The key is yep. simple knowledge. Yeah. Simple knowledge. Exactly. It's beautiful, man. Except I'm so free. glad I ran into you. I really am, man. Same here. I appreciate this. This is a, it's a, I think it's a, uh, it's, it's going to be a great opportunity, you know, again, to just disseminate truth and, and right. to do that. I love your story. I know, you know, I know more of your story. It's going to come out and your, your yeah. passion for it is great. But I, I, I really think this blend of, of, of passion and 
and obsession, you know, with knowledge and uh, education, you know, process is going to be a nice blend because it, it is there. Uh, yeah, and, and people is. need that level of commitment and that level of awareness that you have, but they don't all have to, uh, you know, throw themselves into a 14 day nonstop <laughs> until I die, until I want to die. <laughs> and you're right about one thing. You're right about one thing. This is, we don't do, none of us do this because it's fun, but right. it gets fun. When your, body, when your body does things that make you smile. Oh, man. Yeah. I got I got to tell you before we go. The day I – it was a couple years ago now, but the, the day I got abs in my 50s, it was like, exactly. okay, that's that's what I'm doing it for. Exactly. That's what exactly. I'm doing it for. And, exactly. you know, we we do talk a lot about how we feel, but you know what? I, I feel like when I look at myself in the mirror now, I don't want to burst into tears. How about there that? you go. And, <laughs> and you know what, brother? That because that was your that was your motivation in the beginning. Yeah, that's when you got that's your celebration at this. Point, yes, at that point, and it was a beautiful moment. Exactly. And I want I want everybody to experience those beautiful moments. Whether it's I wake up for the first time feeling good in twenty five years. Exactly. Or I got I abs. Can, I got, or yeah, I've got the energy to play with my kids when I get home. Absolutely. You know, my wife, you know, has energy to, 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 to play with me when she gets home. You know, it's this whole balance that we're looking for. All right, man. So how about, uh, how about once a week? Sounds great to me. All right, sounds man. Sounds great to me. All right. This is the Health Shift Revolution. My name is Bobby. My name is Roland. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, Roland. Hey, Appreciate thank you, Bobby. You, man. Yeah, Later. God bless. Bye. Later. Hey, thanks for stopping by. Roland and I are grateful for the time you spent with us today. If you liked it, subscribe because we'll be back every week to offer up that rational and reasonable advice on discovering your individual path to holistic wellness. It's time you join the revolution. See you next week.